Hey, listeners, get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road, work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning, this is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Today's tip is about how to stop forgetting things. We all forget things. Sunglasses on a glaringly bright day. To stop by the dry cleaner on the way home from work. To get tickets to that concert before it sells out. If you've got a busy life, forgetting things can be incredibly frustrating. It feels like such an avoidable waste of time. One of the most heartbreaking entries I ever saw on a time log was from a woman who'd been up multiple times during the night, but who'd still summoned the energy to drive herself in the snow to the gym at 6 a.m. Then, wearing her snow boots, she looked in her gym bag. No shoes. On her time log, she wrote, No spin class today. Fortunately, there are a few strategies you can use to stop forgetting items and tasks. For objects, be ruthless about giving items a home. In my house, shoes, coats, and sports equipment are always in the mudroom where we enter the house. There is absolutely no other place these items can be. Anything found elsewhere is immediately returned to the mudroom, just as you might return a fork to the silverware drawer if you happen to find it elsewhere. This is how we get out the door on time. Well, most days. Likewise, after I run, I immediately return my driver's license and house key to my purse. I do this first thing upon walking in the door before I even get a glass of water. Otherwise, I know I would always be fishing them out of the washing machine. As for tasks, keep a list somewhere that you trust you'll check frequently. I mean, multiple times per day. I use an old-fashioned paper planner that I always have on my desk. Because I work from home, I can look at the planner on weekends, too. But if I worked in an office, I'd carry it home with me for my days off. I put both work and personal tasks on there. The way I see it, I am one person. I have one set of hours. So I keep one list. Because if I had two lists for work and home, I'd be dropping balls left and right. I'd forget that work task I had to do over the weekend or to call the dentist's office during business hours. I also suggest putting time-bound items on your calendar for the day when you'll need to think of them. So for instance, this year, I saw that summer reservations opened up on May 1st for this restaurant I really wanted to try, but I know often sells out almost immediately. I put a note for May 1st, of course, so I could call. But, and this is key, I also put a note on April 26th which was the Friday before May 1st. I plan my weeks on Fridays. Putting a note on the Friday before I plan to do something means I can check any specific logistics and make sure I don't miss my window. So if tickets for something go on sale at midnight Pacific time on a day, that's a different matter than 10 a.m. Eastern. If 10 a.m. Eastern is my window, I can suggest someone call me at 10.30 rather than 10. I know this sounds intense, perhaps, 
But this is how I routinely get tickets to things that sell out in minutes. It's not that I have a perfect memory, far from it. Instead, I figured out how to use my planner and my calendar to magnify my limited brain power. Now, I don't walk around with my planner all the time, of course, but I've noticed that I almost always have my phone with me. That's why some people keep their to-do lists on their phones, and that can work. I don't like to do that, but I do know that I check my inbox frequently when I am at my desk with my planner. So if I'm out and about and think of something, I will email myself notes. Then I can transfer those notes to the planner at a later time. Of course, then there are those times when you're on the go and will need to remember something sooner than the next time you get to your desk. For instance, maybe your spouse calls you at work and asks you to get one thing at the store on the way home. For something like this, I'll often write it on my hand. My hands are usually in my field of vision and most pen ink only lasts for about two hand washings. You probably wouldn't do this if you're about to go meet with your CEO or your hands will be photographed or something, but my life is not that glamorous. It works fine for me. Finally, one of my favorite hacks is borrowed from my high school chemistry teacher. She was always willing to lend people calculators or books, whatever they forgot. There was just one condition. If you borrowed something, you had to give her one shoe. She had learned that people would leave without anything else she collected as collateral, like a student ID card or something. But no one walked into the hallway wearing one shoe. The physical sensation of something being wrong would nudge the borrowed item back to the front of that person's brain. Now, I'm not saying you should try this for getting back items you lend to colleagues. But if you're working at your desk and there's something you really need to remember as you're leaving and you're not sure you will remember it, you might take off one shoe. When you get up to go, your missing shoe will force your brain out of automatic mode. You'll think, oh yes, I'm supposed to stop by Pete's desk because I'm giving him a ride home today. You'd hate to remember this when you're 15 minutes down the freeway. What tactics do you have for remembering things? I'd love to hear your tips. You can email me at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to making the most of our time. Hey, everybody. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me your tips, your questions, or anything else. Just connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Before Breakfast Pod. That's B-E, the number four, then breakfast, P-O-D. You can also shoot me an email at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. That before breakfast is spelled out with all the letters. Thanks so much. I look forward to staying in touch. Before Breakfast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Hey, listeners, I know you love mornings. And with nearly 300 beaches in Puerto Rico, each one is a reason to wake up early and catch a picture-perfect sunrise. Puerto Rico has nearly 300 miles of coastline, and the island's diverse geography offers everything, from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to stunning black sand beaches and beaches perfect for water sports. 
No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com.